Make this the year where you promise to give the haters more work to do. Keep the haters busy. Keep them peeping your page. Keep them thumbing down your videos. Keep them busy while they sit there with their non-productive selves doing nothing with their arrested thoughts and their stolen legacies. All they will have and all you will have if you don't put your own thoughts in your mind and have your own purpose is a life of being a vegetable. And even vegetables are on higher levels than most human beings. Vegetables are there to serve us, to give us nutrition. And they're fulfilling their purpose. But look at you with a brain can move about the earth, can have thoughts and move after those thoughts. But you sit there doing nothing, nothing at all, nothing productive. But you know how to hate, though. You know how to sit around and do nothing except eat, sleep, urinate, defecate. And some of y'all non-productive people got the nerve to want to have sex. Identifying. Let's go. You are about to experience the uncensored conversations, stimulating wit, and the thought-provoking wisdom. Bold, raw, and uncut. Right now, on the Landscurve Show. Welcome to another episode of the Landscurve Show. I'm relaxed, honestly tucked away in my bed, fully rested. But I promise to get extra rest when I wake up and not burn myself out. You know, once you're over 50 <laughs> and creeping up closer to 60, you got to make sure to keep these things going. Because, you know, with your body, different points of your life, you can get away with certain things. Like when I was 18 or 20 years old, I could hang out all night long, go to the gym, go to work, go back to the gym hang out all night long and didn't even feel it. And as you get older, you have to change up how you take care of yourself. You can still do monumental things, but you have to warm that engine up a little longer and you better make sure it's tuned up. You better make sure the oil and the fluids are going right. You better make sure all these things. And also, you know, while the body is self healing, you do have to pay a price for what you did to yourself when you were younger. You know, we're all given a youth ticket where, okay, you can spend this up and get away with certain things. But after a certain point, you're on your own. You're going to have to know how to take care of yourself. So at this particular age, I'm enjoying the benefits of how I took care of myself in my younger years, even though for a couple of years I ate some junk food, but I stopped training and different things like that. Right. But for the most part, never did hard drugs, no drugs at all. Um, Never really any liquor, maybe once a year, a little wine, sipping it, you know, with Mrs. Scurve. But other than that, um, nothing, nothing. My only vice has been staying up late at night and doing my stuff online, which I'm kind of switching that up. I'm doing stuff early in the day now and trying to move about the earth with the uh, with the path of the sun. And this is. I didn't even get on to speak about health, but I just want to throw these things out. And I will say that this is just a free flowing, non-directional uh, ramble, which on a psychological level, I use these types of rambles to or rants to just clean out the various pieces that are unrelated in my mind, my subconscious mind of things that I 
wanted to address, but it didn't warrant having a full video on it. So I throw them all together and just here I am. I have no script. I don't know what I'm going to say. We're just going to flow. It's just a hangout. It's the kind of video you listen to when you do your housework. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, um, yeah, you got to take care of yourself. And it's just amazing to me that while this is a long life, on the other hand, time can appear when you look back to go so fast because of your memory. You think back and you could see things from if you're this age now where you can go back that far. 20 and 30 and 40 years ago you could remember things you could see it in color you could feel it you can remember how you felt and it's like wow the human body and the mind and the brain it's an amazing thing how you, how you can remember all of these things especially when you get down with reality like I do I'm a realist and I, I'm into reality I'm not into putting a layer of delusion over my memories there are some people who lie to themselves so much that their history is completely different than what really was they'll tell you of an incident that they were involved in with somebody else or a group of people but because they have their feelings toward it or their particular proximity and perspective toward it they they flavor it with their own so-called perspective and and which may not be the actual thing they want to tell it a certain way like they say if you have 10 kids growing up and you ask them about their childhood when they're adults, you'll get 10 different stories. Isn't that something? So when we listen to people, we have to also have that gift of discernment to peel back what really didn't happen. You know, there's some people who think I'm a prick. There's some people who think I'm, but if you listen to their story and to listen to what actually was, it may not be that. They are hiding something. I like to peel it back and just be raw. I made a lot of mistakes. I broke a lot of hearts. I did a lot of things that weren't uh, uh, up to the standard of what you think Lance Curve is today. And and I, I, I wear that. My losses in life, I wear it. I wear it like a man. I face it. Because only when you face it, you can move on from it because you learn from it. But when you try to repackage it up and make it seem to be something that it wasn't, now you have the burden of defending that lie. And that takes away from the present enjoyment and advancement and ascension and also the future. So this is why myself, I can travel light in my heart because I face certain things from within and I've moved on. There are many people out there because of their own little resentments or you didn't fit into their life the way they want the way they wanted you to they're going to walk with this thing you're going to get your just do and god is the god ain't paying that no mind you made your peace with him you made your peace with yourself and you have your life and as long as you submit your life to his purpose you may have a say so on where you want to go and, and how you want to do it but as long as it's within him signing off it's 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 done so move on Stop holding this stuff. Do you go to the bathroom and not let go? You don't go to the bathroom and sit down and fight the whole deterred inside of you. You let it go. So, so many of us are so toxic, holding on to things from so many years ago. And you did this to me back in 1987, and you did this back to me back in 93 and 82. You did. This. I'm like, do I even know you? <laughs> 
You know, this is 2018. 18, y'all. 18. What are you walking around with the toxic stuff inside of you from the 80s and 90s? Deal with it, face it, and move on. And understand that after a while, other people don't want to hear it. I'm a moving on kind of guy. You know, when you throw that stone across the lake and you want to skim that rock, if you throw it just right, it can skip once, twice, three times, boom. Eventually it's going to, you know, fall down to the weight that it has and go into the lake and fall to the bottom. But I'm one of those guys that skim light. I don't have too much weight in my heart to be concerned about this and that. I'm skimming, y'all. This is why I can continue by the grace of God to improve every single year. Why am I going to be angry at certain people or even thinking about certain people? Certain people come into your life for a time and a purpose. If it's time for them to move on, let them go. If they think you did something to them and you know you didn't, but they're so toxic in their drama with all these gazillions of other people, let them go. You don't need it. Move on. It's a new year. This is a fresh page in your life today. What are you going to do to write or how are you going to write that page? When you look back on this day in January of 2018, on this day, what is it going to read like? Did you sit there and mull over something that happened to you 20 or 30 years ago and the day went by? While there are other people out there who are go-getters who are using that time to plan something or to make a phone call to open up another door, another potential with someone. I have several phone calls that I have to make before I go to the plantation today. And by me reaching out to those individuals will help to mold and create my new reality. What are you doing now to mold and create your new reality? You have I'm not saying this is everybody, but for those who have a life of drama, just drama, 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 you've boxed yourself in with drama. These are the seeds that you planted years ago coming back to haunt you. I can't hang with that. I want to be free. See, a lot of us go to the bathroom and let go physically, but we don't go to the spiritual bathroom and have our spiritual doo-doos. I have to say it that way. Our emotional craps, our mental dumps. Why are you holding on to old stuff? If you did not let go of what's inside of you physically, which is impossible, it has to come out sooner or later. But guess what? Your skin starts to look bad because all of that toxic material is backed up. You wake up with a wad of yogurt and goop and cottage cheese in the corner of your eye because that's your body screaming out saying, I'm trying to get this stuff out of me. But you keep dumping it. The morning breath can be smelled across three states. You're an exterminator and don't even know it. You wonder where the roaches went, but your breath stinks so bad because you didn't let go of what you had to let go. And I don't mean the physical breath. And yeah, I drive the bus. That too. Some of y'all get in that bus and talk about, ah, and I go, God, 
<laughs> I'm not judging. I'm telling you what I go through. But so many of us don't want to let go. As though we're going to have some kind of reward at the end of the day. No, it doesn't happen that way. You hold on to your old toxicities thinking that, you know, this is redeemable for a, 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 a unit of justice at the end of the day. Most of us, when we pass away, we won't even know it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We won't even know it. And all that stuff goes back and dissipates. See, you go out in the woods and, and, and you know, take a dump out in the woods. It's gone. It just turns back into soil and minerals and goes back. Why are you holding on to this stuff? And it breaks so many of us. But we hold on to our, the thing. okay, there's certain things I understood that there must be justice uh, for. But even then, you don't make it dominate your life. You still have to live life. You still have to eat a good meal. You still have to have a good laugh. You still have to think positive thoughts. By going in on these things that have happened to us in the past over and over and over and 24 hours a day, it gets you nowhere. It has won. The negativity has won. It beat you. It defeated you. It defeated you. And it's like a broken record for those who remember records who had a skip in it. And it would skip over and over. Every time the record turned, it would skip and never move forward, never move backward. Over and over. Eventually, nobody wants to hear that record again because, oh, God, here they come. They're going to talk about this. They're going to talk about that. We tried to help them. We listened to them for hours. We took them out to dinner. We sent them to the psychiatrist. With, and they still holding on to that stuff. Oh, listen, I got to go out of here. Uh, uh, I got five minutes with you, man. But, you know, that's what you do. You start making excuses. <laughs> they ring the phone. You look at it and say, eh. And then if they figure out that they can't be that person who dominates your time with their drama, They'll even try to accuse you of doing something to further the drama that they created. No, don't bring me into that. See ya. 2018, you will not exist in my life. And many of you must say this about these certain toxic individuals. Because you'll find yourself carrying their burdens. You'll find yourself reliving their old memories as though it's yours. And guess what? If you relive it and play it over in your head, it becomes real. Thoughts are real, y'all. We have to understand that thoughts are real. Everything around us is the product of a thought. Everything around us is the product of a thought. That ceiling fan that I'm looking at, this this bed that I'm looking at, those drapes over the window, the, the uh, 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 vertical blinds, the TV, the lamp, the vent in the ceiling, the pots up there, everything, the covers that are over me right now on the bed, and yes, I'm in my bed feeling so good. You need more bedtime. Why? Well, the reason why is that many of us jump out of the bed. I'm not saying in the middle of the night when you have a call to nature to answer. But when you jump out of the bed and your feet hit the ground, you better know what you have planned for the day. Now, the most high may have other plans, and I'm cool with that. But at least show some initiative to have a basic framework on what you'd like to accomplish for the day. What you would like to accomplish for the day. There are too many people who get up out of the bed. I will not let myself get up out of this bed other than answering a call to nature or some emergency. Other than that, if I can't tell you what I'm going to do for the day, 
I don't get out of the bed. I don't advance. I don't float with a full day of energy inside of me to give to someone else because I don't know what I'm going to do. You see, because see, when you, it's almost like when they say, if you can't afford a lawyer, one will be assigned to you. Well, if you don't have goals, once goals will be assigned to you, meaning that if you're walking around with a full day's worth of energy ahead of you, meaning that the top of your day, whenever it starts, whether it's six o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the afternoon for those who work all night. If you begin your day and you have a full day's worth of potential and energy and possibilities inside you. And you don't know what you're going to do with it. Some shark out there is going to take it from you and suck it out of you and benefit from your energy. This is how bosses on these jobs. I'm talking about these oppressive jobs, not a good boss. Where you work along with them and they really treat you right. And they're far and few between. And um, I happen to know one. And you know his name. He's a good one. But most are there to usurp your energy. And, and gut you. Gut you out like a gutted fish. And they take your energy. And they multiply it by the system. Of their employment. And they benefit greatly from it. You know I got a job man. Uh. Man, I, I'm making $11 an hour now, but I know at the end of the year, I'll be making eleven twenty-five. If I do good and we sit down and do that assessment for the year, he'll give me that quarter raise, a quarter raise, 25 cents raise, a whole year of your life for 25 extra cents an hour. So let's say you got 25 cents an hour every year for the next 10 years so 10 years from now you'll be making an extra two dollars and 50 cents an hour do you see how we've been so beat down but this is not just on an employment level this is on a spiritual and mental and physical level we accept less why do we accept less why have we been conditioned to accept less while others think the world of themselves and want more and desire more and achieve more because their thoughts go further than your thoughts. Like I said earlier, everything you see around you is the product of a thought. I'm not saying this in a condescending way, like I'm some high holy rolling person who's looking down on everybody, but I have to get down in it. The reason why many of our lives are so jacked up, the reason why so many of our lives are in a state of disarray, non-productive, hateful, crabs in a barrel mentality is because of the product of our negative thoughts that came back to bite us. Or us being positive but not positive enough in a negative environment so we begin to take on the shape and the form of that negative environment and live it out. Why is it that we can say, yes, I live in the hood. I keep it real. No, you don't keep it real. That's the product of somebody else's thoughts imposed on you to keep you oppressed. There's nothing real about that. It's real for the person who put that thought in your head through the TV, through the other people who are defeated, through the Internet, through the radio, through the billboards, through what you see. But that's not real. Real is when you manifest your own destiny. 
and you come with your own divine thoughts and you change the reality around you and not accept the limited uh, reality that has a glass ceiling on it that you can only be a rapper, a gang banger, a thug boy, a dope boy, a whore, a hooker, a thought, a dancer on a pole. You go to some of these jobs as a black man and you say, I need a job. And the white man tells you, I don't have enough money. Business is slow. We're not hiring right now. But that same white man who owns that company goes and turns around and goes into the black neighborhood to the titty bar to watch your sister shake her backside and he makes it rain. Well, he's not going to really make it rain to benefit her. He'll make it rain enough for her to come over there in the VIP section and get down on her knees and service him. Your sister is servicing the same man that turns you down for a job. He won't give you no job, but he gets from her a blow job. Ain't that a damn shame, man? So what do you do? Do you keep begging him for a job? No. See, but he's making it where he can get some head from your sister. I don't care if it's your blood sister or not. That's your sister. And this is the system that we live in. So why is it with so much work to do in the black community that we don't have a sense of purpose and thoughts in our head to build a new reality, but we call it the hood and we say how bad it is, but we're keeping it real. But when they want to gentrify you and get you out of the so-called hood, they get you out of the hood and you come back three years later and it looks like heaven on earth. Whose thoughts were those? They weren't yours because you accepted that place as a hood, but you didn't understand that God does not make a hood. That's not the product of what he thought. The oppressor put that in your mind and you believed it and you lived down to it. So check that out. So we are very powerful, but we don't realize it. We hate each other. We won't work along with each other. That's half the problem right there. And then our thoughts have been arrested. You see, they talk about, oh, yeah, I was arrested. They're trying to arrest me. You already arrested. Your thoughts are already arrested, locked up, caught up in the foolishness, caught up in the hedonistic pursuits. Yes, I know you're in pain, but it's a perpetual pain that you perpetuate. Where's the white man around you that you talk about all the time? We know it's institutionalized racism. But do you have to accept it? You already have been in it all of your life. You know how it works. So why can't you work around it? Why can't you take his sword and cut his head off with his sword? Do it right back to him. You don't like the oppression that's going on in your neighborhood, right? But check this out. Why are you going to his fast food joints to poison yourself, to keep yourself sick so you can go back to his doctors and his hospitals so he can prescribe more toxic substances and poisons to keep you sick for his profit? So now he made money off of you at McDonald's or KFC or Wendy's or Arby's or Papa John's. And now your gut is packed and constipated. No, no, no nutrition in your stomach. So now you've robbed yourself of real nutrition, of real food that you don't want to eat because you claim to be so much in pain that this highly salted, fried, oily, dead carcass, no life force having meat is in your gut. 
and you're looking like as a man, you're looking like you're in your third trimester of pregnancy. You might as well carry a wheelbarrow to carry that gut. And when you pass gas on the bus, it smells like death. There's certain passengers, they walk around smelling like one perpetual fart. And it's sick because I know what it smells like when I see them. I say, oh, God. And sometimes there's certain passengers that I talk to. I'm like, listen, get your nose ready. They just continually letting off but it's no different than that person who continually lets off their old toxic injustices done to them without doing the homework of cleaning it out 2018 is is the year of cleaning out get your purpose together get your thoughts together throw out the old crap because i know how some of you And I say some of you specifically, I'm not going to call no names. I know how your year is going to go by. I know how your next five years are going to go by. And if you're older like me, I already know how the rest of your life is going to go by. I hate to sound so harsh, but you know what? I'm very harsh on myself. And this is why I push myself so hard because I am not going to end up like that. I'm not going to let somebody else's thoughts dictate my future and dictate my legacy and dictate what I can and cannot do. I'm about to bust it off really good this year. I'm going places where no uh, hater has ever thought that I can go before. To boldly go where no hater dictated where I can go before. Like Star Trek. That's right. We traveling through galaxies. We're traveling through the universe. You sit there on your own little funky planet. And don't go nowhere. But don't be mad. Which you already are and you will be. Make this the year where you promise. To give the haters more work to do. Keep the haters busy. Keep them peeping your page. Keep them thumbing down your videos. Keep them busy while they sit there with their non-productive selves doing nothing with their arrested thoughts and their stolen legacies. All they will have and all you will have if you don't put your own thoughts in your mind and have your own purpose is a life of being a vegetable. And even vegetables are on higher levels than most human beings. Vegetables are there to serve us, to give us nutrition. And they're fulfilling their purpose. But look at you with a brain can move about the earth, can have thoughts and move after those thoughts. But you sit there doing nothing, nothing at all, nothing productive. But you know how to hate, though. You know how to sit around and do nothing except eat, sleep urinate defecate and some of y'all non-productive people got the nerve to want to have sex you got the nerve to want to have sex you have to earn the right sex is better when you earn the right but when you find another person who's not motivated and you all are sitting around bored but because of your non-productive life hey girl hey <laughs> Oh, that backside shoe looking good. <laughs> you just need to come on over here, girl. We ain't got nothing else to do. The bills ain't paid. We ain't got no work. We ain't got we ain't got no sense of hope. See, they ain't gonna say it that way. We ain't got nothing else to do. You know, we ain't get that nut today. Yeah, but it produces a child and what you gonna do? You done brought a child new potential. 
a gift to the world potentially, but you kill that gift because of your non-productive environment. Why are you going to go to the nursery and buy up all these beautiful plants and the soil that you have in your yard is tainted? You, you were fixing cars for the last 10 years in that yard. Nothing but oil and gas and transmission fluid and just all kind of grimy stuff. The soil is not good. So, so these children, I hate to say it, they're walking around like living abortions because you've killed their chances. No child should have to be subjected to your sins. But like they say, the sins of the father will visit that child. And I think that's like really terrible. Of course, it's terrible. I mean, I know people who. And I mean, I've been around the country and I see this everywhere. And I want you all to shout out your cities and towns if you have the same problem. And I don't mean a negative shout out, but that's really what it is. I'm not sitting here saying this video is acknowledging the haters because they motivate me, but they serve, serve no other purpose, right? But why is it? And it's like I said before in another video that when you have the light, the darkness gets attracted to you. The creatures of the darkness come out for you. And, and, and they know they're going to get burned by your light, but they get attracted to it. The haters come out when you're about positivity and motion. And they see that you're moving towards something. They come out for you. But when they come out for you and get closer to the light that your life is, they quickly realize what they're not doing and it burns them. And they want to hitch on to you even more because they hate on you because you're reflecting back to them what they're not doing. And they're amazed at what you do, but they don't want to do anything else. Yes, there are some people out here who aren't able because of mental issues or severe emotional issues. I understand that. But I just want to talk about the haters that can do and refuse to because the world owes them something. And they want to sit down and take the easy route like electricity. See, electricity doesn't take the long route. It takes the shortest space possible. So if you have a, several circuits set up and one's like really long, it's going to take that short one. These bums are like electricity. And I'm tired of seeing it. It's an eyesore to me because it's almost like a speed bump. It doesn't slow me. It doesn't stop me. But to even process the fact that there's somebody around me with this energy that I cannot bounce anything off on. See, see. When you have positivity around you, when you have people who have goals, and it doesn't have to be in your same area of expertise, right? You can bounce off of them. See, I'm an artist. I'm a blogger. I'm a YouTuber. You know, I, I do all of these things. And there's several other things that I'm pursuing now, you know, under Mrs. Skurve's uh, tutelage and Brother Keston's tutelage. I'm going to get into cooking and learning how to blend flavors and all these different things I'm looking forward to. I'm 55 years old in April and I'm looking forward to my best days ahead of me. And you should live every day of your life like that, even if you don't know it. But the next day you're going to pass away. You should be striving. But it's a joy when I have positive people around me, even if they are down for the moment that something happened or their light has been dimmed by a life experience. It's OK because I know to the core that they are positive. That's what it's all about. So when you have people who are positive, let's take, for example, let's make it on a basic level that we can understand. A money level. You have a millionaire 
and what people think are millionaires, meaning that you have lots and lots and lots of money. Let's say you're a billionaire. Let's just bump it up to prove the point. And there's a bunch of billionaires hanging out at this one billionaire's house. And they all came into their billions within their lifetime. They worked hard and they were poor and they strived in their particular area uh, that they specialized in. And they now have billions. And they're all sitting around this one billionaire's house. They've all known each other well over 20 or 25 years. There's a supreme trust and brotherhood and sisterhood with these particular individuals. And there's $100,000 sitting off in the bathroom, right by the sink. And at different times of the evening, these billionaires walk into that bathroom, use the bathroom. They see the $100,000 sitting there, but it's chunk change to them. And they come out. They don't even say, oh, I saw $100,000 sitting there. They come back around the dinner table or the living room or the yard, around the fire pit, whatever they're doing. And they continue on. And when they leave, that billionaire who owns the house, the money is still there. But take some of us who don't have that. You see, they can bounce off each other positivity. They all have money. They're not looking at each other or they have the particular mindset where ah, that's not the issue here. We love each other. We're on the same accord. But you can't be on the same accord as a negative based person. So the hundred thousand dollars that may be your motivation, the hundred thousand dollars in your heart that may be your drive, the hundred thousand dollars that you possess that might be your focus, that hundred thousand dollars that you have in your heart that may be your sense of self-belief, not aside from God, but the fact that he put the seeds in you to achieve and you believe in that. You can't share it with that negative person who we call haters. They will take it away from you. They will tell you not to believe in yourself. They will tell you that there are no seeds of greatness inside of you. They will tell you there's no need for you to focus. And so it's an imbalanced union. And this is why you feel like doing damn nothing at all when you hang around a hater or a group of haters or imposter haters, meaning that they're smiling in your face, talking positive, but they're really about the negativity. The more of the fake uh, uh, stealth haters that I get rid of out of my life is the higher I fly. Watch Lance Scurve this year. Watch Lance Curve this year. And I'm not talking about me like, oh, I'm the greatest and I'm all this and I'm all that. But I'm going to give you all a reason to thumb down. I, I want I want at least 20 thumbs down in this video. Can you do that for me? At least 20 thumbs down, not just the one or two, because I know who they are. <laughs> I, me and Mrs. Scurve, Ms. Scurve told me, she said, as soon as you get that person out your life, watch them. And it's cool to me. I had a video with my father-in-law champ and the one where we were in the backyard talking he was speaking some wonderful things as he did stuff in the garden somebody thumb that down i'm like dag i really got him i'm really validated i'm really positive because i got that kind of response now if i was cussing somebody out or whatever if i was wallowing in that i would expect that but now the i want to be super positive i want to make the haters have to jump and leap over those hurdles even more so he's positive again damn it He's showing me what I'm not doing. Click. But thanks for the view. Thanks for the view. That means you're watching. 
So every thumbs down, that means some mentally deranged person is watching and mad and they put the thumb down. I'm not going to focus on that because it doesn't really bother me. It's funny to me. It's funny to me. But this is how people work. This is how they are. When you are positive and you shine off on them, they will hate you because it makes them reflect. Come on now. Come on, we all have a healthy sense of insecurity inside of us. And that's okay. That's good. That keeps us on point. The wintertime is over. The springtime begins. And we notice that all through the holiday season, we put on a little weight. And we see somebody jogging through the park. And they have a wasp waist, meaning they have a very slim waist. And you say, oh, I got to lose some weight. You look down at yourself and say, yeah, it's time for you to take some of these pounds off. You don't hate hate the person that you see that has been doing the damn thing the whole time and maintaining. They've inspired you. And you have a healthy sense of insecurity to know I need to improve. But when it's not a healthy sense, you begin to fixate on that person who has that small waist. You get out there and you wait every day now. You know they run down the street every day at a certain time and you throw little branches and rocks and hope they fall. All the while you're eating all the ice cream and, 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 and eating all the burgers and going to McDonald's and you wonder why you're fat, but you're not taking care of yourself. But you're hating on the person who's doing the damn thing. This is how energy works. And it's almost like in bodybuilding when I used to be into bodybuilding, right? The heavier I was, the easier it was for me to put on weight. The lighter I was in my body weight, closer to my competition weight, the easier it was to lose weight. So when you're positive and fully sold out on positivity, it's easier to fly higher. When you're negative and wallowing in that environment with other negative people, it's so much easier to fall down lower into that bottomless abyss of despair. It's so much easier when you fly high. Look at the birds who have already taken flight and they're way up. All those bad boys are doing is just gliding. They have their arms out. And as the wind blows, they know how to shift their wings and capture more air under the wings and go higher. When they started out from the ground, they had to flap their wings hard to get airborne. Well, the question is, what are you airborne in? Are you airborne in negativity? I had a drunk. I'm not, I'm not putting the brother down, but this is what it is. We're talking real right now. I have no time to be politically correct. I had a drunk who's a perpetual drunk. And all the years that I've been driving, I've been seeing him. All he does is drink and talk about the problems he has until he became the problem. You don't, you don't even see what he's talking about. But, but his drive to get away from what he perceived in his thoughts created a new reality for him that he doesn't realize is more detrimental to him than the very thing that he said is a problem. It's crazy. So he gets on and I knew he had it for me. The way he would look when he would get on staggering and drunk, I knew he was going to just, he just had to. And I'll tell you one thing yesterday. And I know today is going to be another wonderful day because I got all my rest and I'm laying here bathing in positivity and speaking to my beloved family here online ahead of time recording this of course but my thoughts are positive my body is fed my body is rested 
So when I go out of here, I'm going to float through another easy 10 hours of driving in the rough, negative base streets of Orlando. And like MC Hammer said, even though we look at him like a corny thing from the past, what did he say? Can't touch this. <laughs> it's hard to believe that that's around like 25 years ago when he said that. But the principles there can't touch this. I'm flying high. I'm airborne with the winds of positivity flying below, below my wings, propelling me up higher. You see, some people who are negative based will look at some of these guys and say, or people like myself or people who are seeking positivity all the time, like so much of my family here, and say, how come they get all the breaks? I don't never get a break out of life. It was pointed out to me that a hater that always found himself around me on the bus, shaking her down for information about me. And she said, you could see the hate on his face. And he tried to throw shade and, and insinuate certain things to turn me as a friend against you. But it didn't work because the information that he was seeking, I always knew, but we're on code, so we don't give it out like that. So we laughed at him. I said, well, I always knew the guy was a hater. How are you going to have nothing to do, claim to have a full life, but you live your life on a bus carrying around a hundred pound bag. You stink, you farting, you're spewing negativity, but you have a smile on your face and you can't believe how a guy like me can fly and attract so much positivity throughout the negative world because of my charge. It's like those metal detectors. They could sense when you sweep it back and forth over the yard or over the beach, it could sense what's below. It could see if there's an expensive watch there. And the better metal detectors can tell you if the metal that it detects is just a cheap uh, 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 tin can. So you don't mess with that. But it only bleeps off when it's something precious and rare that you can dig and extract the goodness out of it. So I have honed myself with the help of the Most High to be like that precious metal advanced detector when you get around other people you can sense what they have inside of them and you can extract out of each other for the beauty of the world to share your goodness there's a joy to rolling on the right side of the road when you know you're doing the right thing and you'll be rewarded for it and you keep your thoughts clean and you keep your thoughts positive and you manifest a positive reality around you but again I say it's so sad how so many people have their thoughts arrested and they can't plant them in the proper soil to grow. And they walk around year after year after year after year in the same sorry state of affairs. And the little light that they may have to try to hold on, even though they're negative, it dims and it's not there. And they see it in your life and they begin to resent you for it. How is it can, that you can be a hater to me? And you're half my age. Maybe I should be a hater to you according to the way you think. Because you old, you fat, you missing a few teeth, you got razor bumps and you got so what? I'm flying. I come home to some good food. 
I sleep in a nice warm bed. And this is not a materialistic bragging. This is a state of mind flexing. And those of us who are positive, we have got to learn and not feel guilty in this negative based world. We can't feel guilty or be apprehensive to flex to the glory of God. Flex to the glory of God. What do I mean by that? When they hurl something at you negative, you hurl something back at them positive. You show them the rewards of your struggle and how you had to make the choice to remain positive to get where you are now. And it's not about having lots of money. It's about the state of mind that you're in because how dare they come to you to tear down what God has given you and what you've endured through to get where you are. You don't let them walk all over you like that. Ain't no turn the other cheek with that foolishness. And that turn the other cheek stuff came from the slave master. It might be written in there, but we don't know what is real and what's not real. Especially when there's a verse, I think in Psalms, where one verse begins with shake and the end, end of it ends with spear. And because William Shakespeare edited the whole Bible after the other scholars wrote it up and he checked it out and he proofread it for the final cut for King James. He left his little signature in there like those doctors who carve out their initials inside the wombs of women after they give abortions or do these operations. Sick. So we don't know. Would that turn the other cheek stuff? I don't believe it. Turn the other cheek before you come back with that right cross. Turning the cheek meaning avoiding their right cross and you come back with a punch of your own. That's the only cheek turn that I'm doing. But I hold no venom toward anybody. But you hit me, you get hit back and a little harder. A little interest on the punch. A little 20% extra. You try to knock me out, I'm definitely knocking you out. All right? <laughs> but what I mean to say is that no. You defend your positivity. You protect your positivity. You are like that football player who has the ball in the football game of life. And when you watch that football game, the whole other team is trying to take that ball away from you. So they, they can get the ball in their possession to take it back the other way and get a touchdown and eventually get the win. Spiritual warfare is real. People who are walking out here with no sense of purpose and a sense of doom that cling on to that because that has become a lifestyle for them. And they don't want to know that there's better because it makes them feel bad. And you have a right to defend what you've earned and what you what, what, what is yours and what you've strived for and what you've been blessed with. See, those people can't be blessed because God can't put something positive in something that only embraces something negative. Satan, the negative forces, whatever you want to call it, has won them over. And when you see them people coming, unless you want to lose some of your positive charge, you better turn around and run the other way. But when they have you cornered with their negativity, you do not. Let them drop little things in your mind. You're upright. You're clean. You're rare. You're a gift to the world. And you dare not submit to the negative wishes of these negative based people who are hopeless, don't want any help, and who are on the fast track to going nowhere fast. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve. Thank you.